This is Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab with your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 102, wear a Fitbit. It may not only help you keep fit, it'll also help you manage your day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab. This is your host once again, Greg Gazin. Thank you all for the wonderful feedback we got from all of you for episode 100, our milestone episode. It was a lot of fun putting together, and again, we look forward to the next 100 episodes. I think in this particular episode, we are going to change it up yet again. We're going to forego the interview, and we're going to look at gadgets a little bit, but gadgets in the sense of managing your day. So this episode will be called Why Everyone Should Wear a Fitbit. I think you'll all agree that a good sign of a great leader is the ability to manage his or her time, right? To manage the day and anything that you can do to make things, you know, a little better, a little bit more efficient, get things done quicker would make a difference, right? You might be surprised to know that a great way is with a fitness tracker like a Fitbit. Yeah. Now, for those of you who listen regularly, I did mention my Fitbit back in, uh, was it January? That's right, episode 90. Now, in that episode, of course, was appropriate for that time of the year. It was about the New Year's resolutions. I shared on, in taking leadership of your life, that you'd be better off creating visions instead of resolutions to accomplish it. Makes sense, right? And the whole idea is that it's about visualizing your end point. Now, for me at the time, I was feeling crudal crummy, being a little out of shape, Well, it started long before that. Now, I thought that regular walking would have been a great idea, but you know how it is, right? You get busy, you're tired. Oh, the weather's bad. It's cold. It's raining. And you miss a day here or there. Next thing you know, you're just not doing it anymore, right? So for me, the step counter was a way to keep on track, right? My my goal started around 10,000 steps a day, and now I'm up to at least 10,000. So the end point was feeling good, right? So I visualized that. And then I learned from Dr. Joanne Del Cutter that imagination was realization. Her method, as I mentioned again in episode 90, again, the basic idea is that when you feel you just can't make it, you just can't get to where you want to go, take yourself back to a time where you were successful. Visualize what happened, what you did to achieve that success or overcome that obstacle, and this will give you the energy to persevere. Now, this took her from 19th position into second position in a marathon. Again, listen to episode 90 if you want to hear a little bit more about it. With respect to walking, if I make it to October 20th, which I will, that will be day 500. Now, while good health is really important for the body and the mind, this episode is a little bit different. It's not necessarily specifically about being fit. It's really about, it's more about managing your day. And again, this is where the fitness trackers come in. Now, you have to admit, for those of you who follow the technology, that things have come a long way since the first pedometer, right? That original step counter that would go click, click, click. But not only have they advanced in the technology, they're not just for health nuts, right? It's not just for people who want to get fit. The latest models just have so many practical applications that no matter what you're doing to help you get you through your day, the fitness tracker can help you with it. As an aside, of course, to top it off, they're all app-enabled. They easily connect wirelessly to hundreds of devices, whether they're iOS, Android, maybe a few Windows smartphones that are out there. 
plus your tablets, right? So you can get more functionality out of it. Another great thing is that they're no longer big and clunky and odd-shaped. I mean, they're, they're pretty stylish, they're fashionable, and even for the ladies who want something sleek, you know, they've got it there. Now, the one I use, the one I'm staring at right now on my wrist, is the Fitbit Charge HR. Now, I don't have an Apple Watch. In fact, I have MacBooks, MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, I got a few iPads. I don't think I need another fancy-dancy device on my hand. Maybe not just yet, but yeah, maybe it's coming. Now, the model I have isn't a new model. And in fact, just a couple of weeks ago, the Fitbit Charge 3 was announced, a little bit more of an advanced model. And I think it's going to be coming out sometime in October. So maybe we'll talk about that in another episode. Now, this particular model, as I mentioned, has been primarily, has been for the most part, a permanent fixture on my wrist since the beginning of the year. I had an orbit before that. And when you first look at it, it looks like a sleek digital watch, which it is. But the simplicity of it stops there. Now, if I push a button on the side or tap on its little display, it brings up the time and the date and the number of steps I've taken, right? But then I tap it again and I'll see, them. I'll see my heart rate. This is great so that I am sure that I'm not overdoing it. Or perhaps it's my saying, hey, Greg, you need to step up the pace. Especially if I'm seeing that, well, you know what? I haven't burned that many calories today. It's also got a stopwatch on there, which can be handy. And of course, <laughs> the battery indicator, because these things only last about four or five days. That's sort of the downside of some of these wrist technologies, right? Even I think the Apple Watch, you have to put it on the charger quite often. Since I've been wearing this Fitbit, again, health tracking aside, I will get back to that a little later, there's a couple of additional functions that I have to say I'm really hard-pressed to do without. And these are call notification, alarm alerts, and message display capabilities. Now you're probably thinking, hey, Greg, you know what? You get all of these on your smartphone. Why do you have them? Well, let me share with you how having them in the Fitbit is a definite plus. You know, for one, you don't have to take your phone in hand every time something happens, right? You got to fumble in your pocket or perhaps some for the ladies in their purse or reach for your bedside table or maybe find it in your knapsack. In fact, yesterday I received a call notification from my brother. I look at my wrist. Oh, bro's calling only to realize that my phone was at the other end of the house in my coat pocket. In addition, the beauty, instead of a loud racket waking up the entire household, right? When it comes to an alarm, it's on your wrist. It gently vibrates and it will notify you. And it has a snooze button too, actually. Now, you can't preset new alarms directly from the device, but you can set up the three of them from the app. There is actually a Fitbit app to go with it. Now, for me, sometimes I need to really make sure I don't sleep through my alarm, especially if I got a speaking engagement or I have to catch a flight. So what I do is I actually set the alarm both on my phone and on my Fitbit. I set them five minutes apart just in case. Now, alarms are great not only just for the morning wake-up call, right? They can be used to alert me of an upcoming appointment, right? Or perhaps as a reminder, oh, Greg, you better pick up milk. Or perhaps if you have to, to, to take any medications. The other thing I really like is that you can receive notifications directly on your Fitbit, right? Notifications come in, it vibrates, and with a quick glance, you just turn your wrist, you have a quick peek at it, right? Totally inconspicuous. You can also get your alarms and you can see who's calling. I mean, for me, I like to see my calendar alerts and even the text messages that are coming in. If you think about it, it can be really extremely handy at times, especially if you're in a situation where your phone is not within reach. Perhaps you're in class, you're in a meeting or you're having dinner. I mean, think about it these days. People do not like being interrupted or you're having a conversation with someone and 
it really doesn't look good if you decide, oh, wait a second, let me look at my phone. But a quick glance at your watch, of course, if it's inconspicuous, would probably work out much better. And for me, that really helps me during my day. This is really a time saver because I don't have to go to my phone. Because sometimes if I go to my phone, I'm going to be looking at all, I'm going to be looking at everything else too. But this way, I just look at my wrist. Do I have to take this? No. Okay. Move on to the next thing. As a fitness tracker, the Fitbit keeps track of all your activities all day. But what really makes it shine is when you partner it with your smartphone or your tablet. It's by using the Fitbit app. Now, you go to the app's dashboard, right? And there you can see all your fitness goals, right? You can see all your stats. You can track your workouts. You can do your routines. And you can also embark on all different types of challenges. And it's really great when you get sort of tired of the same old routine. You can go and do something different. The other thing that's really cool is that you can navigate through some adventures guided in real time when you partner it with your smartphone GPS. And if you so care to do, I mean, I'm not big in terms of putting it out there every single day or five times a day that I've done this workout and that workout. But if you really want to, you can actually share your journey with your family and your friends. Now, even when you're not embarking on a major adventure or perhaps you're not training for a marathon, I also really like that right on the Fitbit itself, there's a little animated motivation man that nudges me every once in a while and he makes sure that I do at least 250 steps or an hour, or at least I get up every hour and says, hey, you know, you got 26 steps to go or let's go 250 steps. It gives me a little reward when I do it. And also another thing I like is that if I just feel the need for just a, a tiny little mindfulness, there's a little button that you can push and it performs a two-minute relaxation technique and it's guided right from your wrist, which I find really helpful and I actually do it a few times a week. Now, for those of you who are really into the fitness stuff, the Fitbit app also has, uh, what's it got? Weight and nutrition guidance, right? It's got tools and measures for your hydration. You can also keep your Fitbit on at night. And what it does is it tracks how much deep sleep, light sleep, REM sleep that you, uh, that you do during the night. And it even tracks how much time you're awake during the night. It's really scary the amount of times actually one really wakes up. Now, these are just some of the things that you can do with your Fitbit charge to take charge of your day. I mean, whether you want to keep track of your steps, keep fit, or just make it easier to check messages or casually see who's calling. Really, it's, it's more than just a fitness tracker. For me, it's just a little companion that it helps me manage my day. And I think in the long run, it probably helped me live better. The one I have is just your basic, standard, regular, run-of-the-mill black but it comes in two sizes, first of all, and it also comes in a really a variety of colors and in a variety of band styles. You can also get them in leather and metal. Now, it has a built-in battery, but it does come with a proprietary USB charger. So this is one thing you're going to need to make sure that if you decide you're going to go away for more than four or five days, you're probably going to need to take it with you. In Canada, it retails for under $200. I think it's around $140 or $150 in the U.S., but with the Fitbit Charge 3 coming out, I would assume that the 2 could be made available a lot cheaper. My understanding is that the Fitbit 3 will probably be coming in around the same price as the current Fitbit 2. And you can primarily get it at most of your retail type of outlets. This particular podcast episode is based on an article that was originally written. If you want to see that, you can pick it up at Troy Media or GadgetGreg.com. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you found it helpful. Hope you gave you some ideas that perhaps a Fitbit or some other device that you might be interested in can really actually help you manage your day and also help you keep healthy. Till the next time, this is Greg Gazin. 
Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies. A new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.